All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. What an excellent day for an There is no shortage of monsters to haunt our dreams. You got red on you. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Oh, the Horror. It's a horror movie podcast where we take a look at classic and modern horror films from an expert and a newcomer's perspective. I'm the newcomer, Steve Allman. And I'm the expert, Rob Holmes. And today, we are looking at the Damien Leone written and directed film, Terrifier, coming out in 2016. A bit of an indie darling, uh, it seems. Uh, A little more than, I mean, this is, it's kind of taken... The independent scene by storm, I would say. And and if someone were to say no, I, I don't think that's true. I would counter with, this film cost $100,000 to make. The Indiegogo uh, for the sequel has already grossed, or has already made 200000 So yes, yes it is. Very That's successful. pretty great. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty great indeed. Uh, no small feat uh, to raise that much mo- that amount of money because that's a lot of money by any standards. Oh yeah, uh, and we've got uh, quite an interesting, <laughs> interesting one in our hands. Um, it, it, like sticking with our clown theme from uh, last week for the ultimate disappointment that it chapter two was. Uh, we follow yet another killer clown, and uh, this one with a bit more of a uh, you know, shattered backstory, you might say, or uh, a troubled history. <laughs> it's, uh, kind it's an of, interesting yeah. type of... It's an interesting dynamic for this uh, slasher killer. Uh, I what, what did you think about this, Rob? I, I've got some... It's interesting to me. Um, so I think for the fact that this movie costs what it costs to make with the effects and what was put into it, it is amazing. Um, there are some people who will say, yeah, this is... You know, it's a grindhouse film at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. There's not really going to be a lot of plot. It's going back to old school, just graphic violence and just uh, a horror character, a villain that is actually unsettling. Like, he doesn't doesn't have to say anything, but the stuff that he does, it's very extreme on his kills. So, to Uh, me, it takes a good I definitely agree. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think the main takeaway here is that this is more of a practical effects showcase uh, oh, yeah. than anything else. Uh, it very much wants this movie very much wants to evoke like that style of like the seventies, eighties, mm-hmm. just gorehouse slasher, um, typical type of you know fare. I uh, it, it struck me a little bit like those independent campy films of the eighties where like. Not a whole lot of, you know, I guess, I I suppose, substance or, you know, not the best acting, not the best types of, you know, uh, plot points maybe, but I like a good, a good showcase for cool kills and interesting set pieces for sure. Well, that's the thing. This Um, movie, this movie is a perfect B movie. It, it is. It it took everything from those and it kind of took the you know, maybe not the best aspects of what people would say is high quality, but I would say the most well-regarded aspects, the stuff that people know when they watch a B-movie, when they watch a midnight movie, uh, when they watch something that is very, very indie. I mean, the fact that this guy was able to pull this off, he did the special effects, he produced it, he edited the thing, you know, he wrote, he directed it. I mean, this guy 
had his hands all over this film. And this is not the first time we've seen Art the Clown. Um, Art was in, he did a short called The Ninth Circle, and that was where I think the first time he appeared, and that was 2008. 2011, Mm -hmm. he did Terrifier as a short. And then 2013, um, he took a bunch of shorts and put them together into All Hallows' Eve, which is basically, you know, Art the Clown is one of, like, the main villains in that. So it's cool to see what he's doing. And then, you know, he's directed Frankenstein vs. The Mummy. And then he's done uh, Terrifier and Terrifier 2. I mean, this is, you know, this guy's put a lot of time into creating the character of Art the Clown. And it's really good to see the character actually evolve over time. Um, The character in this one is played by David Howard Thornton, who is actually a mime. So he's had mime experience, and it shows in this. I mean, art is very expressive. You know, you know that there's this so much being said through his performance alone. Uh, and, uh, and very, that, very true. Yeah, but that didn't happen in the, in the earlier ones as much because, you know, he had somebody else playing art in those ones. Um, so it's, it's cool to see that this performance in particular was so standout um, that it really has, I guess, made this character iconic. You know, in the horror community, there are people who consider him as, like, up there with, like, a Freddy adjacent, a pinhead, Leatherface. Like, Art the Clown is up there, man. I've seen it on enough mm-hmm. fan art and stuff lately just going around, like... I mean, I, I wouldn't say that he has place. more or less, like, the the brand recognition, as cynical as a term that is, as, like, a Freddy yeah. or a Jason, because, not like, yet. he not hasn't yet. had that kind of... Not yet, but, like, he hasn't had that kind of blockbuster... Uh, type of showcase uh, for itself, but I think it could. It, this character definitely can go places because of how you know he is a mime. He does not talk. Right. Uh, in the beginning, it literally showcases just being a man putting on makeup. So the allure of like the mystery behind that character is kind of already taken away, but not exactly to a bad to a bad extent. Not not a not for you know to its detriment. Yeah, yeah. But that that's also the thing where we see him in the beginning putting on all that makeup and everything. But as we know, and this is spoilers, because if you listen to this show, you know that's all we talk about. We we go into yes. the films, right? So uh, what we find out in this film is the end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end. You know, it's all cyclical, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So. We already know by the end of the film, Art has shot himself in the head and kills himself, but then supernaturally comes back to life as these iconic serial killers do. But you start to wonder, like, how, if you've seen All Hallows Eve and some of the other stuff, there are some weird elements in that that seem a little demonic and supernatural as well, which exactly. makes me see Art as you see him putting that stuff on, but I don't think Art was ever human. I think maybe mm-hmm. at one point, but deal with the devil type thing. Because when you see him sitting around uh, at the pizza shop in the beginning with his bag, the teeth, man, everything is just so... He doesn't look human. He looks demonic. It's, yeah, He's no, pretending he, he, to be He does human. some work on himself, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, fan- it's kind of fantastic, the prosthetic work for this. But it's also like this... It's like it doesn't hide itself for being a mask because he's not this like demonic creature. He's literally a man in makeup that puts on makeup, uh, right? And like as like he gets more and more like battle damaged and blood splattered, mm-hmm. like it becomes more and more apparent that it's makeup 
but also again not in a bad way it's, it's a strange again, adding yeah there's a strange mix it, to it it is and, and it's an odd look to to have for a character like this because you kind of wanted to have like either a sort of realism or a kind of uh, like a, a sort of you know tangibility to that character rather than just being a man in a mask or a man in some makeup but that's again kind of the gimmick here uh and it works to, more or less i would say i mean i would say it works really well because even when i would see him and you would see there's one part where he just he pulls a buffalo bill let's just put it that way and oh boy, yeah runs around pretty much naked and you see that yeah he is a dude with just regular skin underneath he's not all pasty white all over it yeah it is makeup right. you know um, mm-hmm. and we see him putting it on in the beginning too but i feel like his features part of me feels like that is for him real even though you know obviously it's it's makeup on the actor but um i think character wise I think he is this demonic character. I think there's there's obviously more to him. By the end of it, we know that there's a supernatural element going into it. Um, and I find it completely fascinating, and it's just so... It's very weird and over-the-top, even when he's by himself. Some of the stuff he does when he's just alone doesn't make sense for a person to do. Not even like a crazy person. I mean, some of the stuff he's doing is just like... He's he literally thinks no he real is sense this to thing, it. you know? Yeah, and that's that's yeah. where that's where this character works for me as being, you know, the terrifier, I guess, you know, Art the Clown is this terrifying character that kind of lives up to it kind of lives up to the hype. I mean, the way he dispatches of people is absolutely just yeah, there's one kill that I'm actually kind of violent. like not up for, uh, where he, you know, where he splits that woman down the middle. Oh, dude, uh, that that's the hardest. I think that's the hardest one to watch. I think some people probably think it's the the coolest kill. It's a it's an it's a cool kill, but it is it's, it is no, gratuitously like, I, 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 long. I, I, it is insane. That is the one that sits in my head, and it's just absolutely. Yeah, and it's it makes it makes me yeah. I I, it made me question whether I should show it to people. Sometimes that's the killer, right? And it's honestly that's going to be one of the hard things that I actually find difficult to recommend about this movie because just because of that one kill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, because I'm kind of hard pressed to fight. Like, if you're not down for that, that happens like less than halfway through this film, and like that's by far the worst thing that happens. Uh. Uh, it's it's really really uh, well okay like out of the gate like you know it's, it's bad the, <laughs> it's the longest it's the longest gratuitous kill that is yes that's a that's a brutal setup because there's more mm-hmm. tension it, that's put into it and I think that's why you're led up to it with about a minute or two and all these other kills mm-hmm. when they happen they happen they're just happening and then they're over this. This is a kill that has a build-up to it. Yeah, it's it drawn that, out. It feels mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. It's uh, oh, it's it's, extre- a, it's extremely mean-spirited. There's there's no way around it, and it it's extremely mean-spirited for that type of kill, because yeah. number one, it's it's a traditional medieval torture method of hanging someone upside down and splitting them in half with a saw. The reason for it is because the blood rushes to the head and into the organs so they people stay alive longer 
usually death doesn't happen there this was like it doesn't happen until it's like up to your chest or something exactly it's it's not it's not cool like oh, the second that you see, aw- like oof. and seeing a seeing a woman in a position like that it really doesn't it really rubs me the wrong way at some points and it's like i i, I don't want to knock this film for doing it but mm-hmm. it's like it's really tough for some people to see and i definitely don't think that people with certain temperaments should see this no uh, i i agree but i i would also say would you feel differently had it been a guy strapped upside down I mean, sure. I don't know. It, it's just again, it, it's 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 something to see like that is you know it it, it rubbed me the wrong way and mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's different for everybody. But again, it, it's nasty to see in any sense. Uh, I I just took it a, a bit more uh, that way. Um, but outside of those certain kills, we when we get into the plot of uh, the film, it's again a different take on a sort of supernatural, seemingly mindless killer, uh, you know, doing his thing. And uh, on paper, it's, it's again, very interesting. Yeah, but there's uh, no... I mean, on paper, there's no plot, really. It's right. girls' car... Or girls are drunk. They can't go home. They go to get some pizza. They see this creepy dude. Um, they go back out. They find that the tire has been... Like, the tires have been slashed. So they call the one girl's sister, who mm-hmm. is reluctant to go pick them up, but, you know, does it because she's supposed to study and her roommate comes back to have sex. So she's like, all right, I might as well. And then yeah. the one girl has to pee. So she she talks to some guy at this apartment building or this warehouse that's about to be fumigated. And, I mean, it really, it's it, it's just regular night's events of someone of of two girls basically going out and drinking on like Halloween and partying. And then this crazy clown just terrorizes them. That's yeah. Yeah, all all delivered with, you know, not the best acting. Yeah, that, I I feel like that's the point in the way in the way it's filmed. It's filmed like a grindhouse movie. It's slightly washed it's out. Very true. It's got a gritty feel to it. The, the dialogue's acting, dry. It's oh, like yeah. it's not it's very it's very like matter of fact with mm-hmm. the way that it presents itself. I like I think it's like, you know, it hits the beats of those grindhouse films, but again, it's the it's the tone that is again odd when you you hear characters react the way that they do like yeah. it makes sense uh but also uh you feel like it could be a tad better i don't know no one no one acts normal in this not one person no. really acts normal there I mean, our main characters who are which one really because our, yeah exactly cuz like this this seems to shift its main victim every maybe 15 minutes yeah, it does because we start off thinking uh, we're introduced to a, a woman on uh, uh, there's a TV, a uh, single TV in this warehouse or whatever. And you see this talk show host is talking to this woman who was a victim of Art the Clown and mm-hmm. her face is all mangled with, up and it looks really with nasty. Fantastic facial makeup. Like that was oh, a great yeah. Also, also a very good early reveal of uh, like the fuzzy TV, where like even yes. if it, even if the makeup doesn't look that great, like up close, like mm-hmm. the sort of like blurry effect on the TV makes you kind of like focus on it more. And like, oh, absolutely, just the silhouette and shape of it all. It was like, okay, wow, this is this looks really good. It just works. That's the because st- the style works for the budget. You know, it's like okay, exactly. if you don't have that big of a budget, what do you do if you can't get? the best crisp most crisp look that you want of something 
you go for that gritty grindhouse look. And in in this exactly, case, exactly, it all came together very well. Now, you know, we're we're introduced to this woman in the beginning, and then we go back to the talk show host afterwards, and she's just ripping on this girl, like to her friend, right, on the phone, very very cruelly, <laughs> absolutely brutal. So you're you're just hoping she gets killed. You're just really like, well, this this woman's absolutely terrible. Someone needs mm-hmm. to to, you know, offer. Where's Art the Clown? Because you've been seeing him get ready, and you're waiting for that to happen. Nope. All of a sudden, she gets attacked by the woman whose face was all torn apart, and right. she ends up just shoving thumbs right into this woman's eyes and just shredding her face to pieces mm-hmm. you see an eye hanging out blood pouring out everywhere i mean it's it is it's a bru- now you know what you're getting yourself into because that is an absolutely brutal kill mm-hmm. just right almost off the to bat. to almost mimic uh her sort of like you know disheveled form oh yes uh, yeah, in a weird way. In a, in a very uh, once you find out what happens to her, it's a little different, but it's very it's similar in that way of uh, just tearing apart her face as well. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that's the thing about these kills. I mean, we end up at the at the pizzeria. Two guys get killed there. One has his head turned into a jack o' lantern, and the other gets stabbed in the face so many times. And then they cut back to the head, and instead of it just being just a stabbed head, you see a tongue that has been severed three quarters of the way and it's twitching like yeah there's little death twitches and these muscle twitches that if this were if this were to go to theaters type thing mpaa would be all over this This movie never would have seen the light of day like honestly and and to be fair i feel like that's kind of where that like the lane that this movie belongs in because if if it's kind of that Mm -hmm. if it's that sort of grindhouse it kind of doesn't really belong in a theater uh to some degree but that and that's the thing. It's it's what we it's basically the 1980s slasher film that we never got because all of the violence was cut out. Let's say like Friday the Thirteenth series. That's one of the most notorious for being edited down over the years. Right. Like the MPAA didn't want any of the violence. They would cut things out left and right. So you're left with, you know, they're fun films, but they're not as they're not what they should have been. And this is kind of exactly. saying, all right, I'm going to give you guys that those those kills that go on a little too long and are a little too violent and mm-hmm. just over the top and then after a while he's like all right let's just throw everything out there um exactly and oof man some of those like when the exterminator first gets hit with the hammer and you're like oh oof man well that wasn't gory at all but you see his head bleeding a bit and you're like oh well that seems weird no it's not weird because it comes back later <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> with a with a good old head splatter uh, mm-hmm. from oh, a yeah. big old boot, and and that's what this movie is. It's just a showcase of of gore effects, really, and it's kind of taking your traditional slasher that everyone makes. Everyone makes, you know, not every, but you know, it's like in the horror genre. There's so many of these generic slashers. This easily could have been generic slasher number, you know, two thousand seven hundred and twenty six, but instead. Damien Leone brought something else to this, you know, and and exactly, yeah, yeah. It's not like he didn't try too hard. This this movie, even despite the fact that it goes way too far on a couple of the kills, it does. This feels this feels like it's definitely on the right path, though. Um, of, I, I would of agree. Type of film like paying homage to that type of stuff, and at the same time creating a brand new 
um, killer. Because that's something people have tried to do. How do you make an iconic character? And, you know, we had the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers, but then, you know, the director turned out to be a pedophile. So uh, that uh, kind yeah. threw that out the window. And same exactly. with that franchise. That just, it fell apart. This seems like a character that could actually stand the test of time and keep going, you know? Uh, Very especially true. since and Terrifier it, 2 is supposed to be 10 times more... Uh, <laughs> ten times larger in scope or something than the first one, so they say. And I'm, and that's the thing, because I, I, I how, keep going okay. back and forth, because the, the premise of this character is so very simple and works mm-hmm. so well, I kind of just want it to... Uh, like I, I, I go back and forth between like how ambitious can you get with the ideas for introducing new plot points for this character, or do you want it to just be that simple? Should it just be crazy-ass clown killing a bunch of people? Because, like, if you want to stick to that, like, grindhousey, like, you know, pulpy roots, like, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get more ambitious, get more, you know, blockbustery out there, that's where some new and interesting stuff can come out. And, you know, for the low-budget lane that this movie is in right now, I think it's found a good place for it. Um yeah. You know, me being the newbie of this show, like, it's tough for me to discern, like, oh, this is supposed to be this way. Like, what I would deem as, you know, not the best is, is like, it's supposed to be a sort of genre. Or it's supposed to be a certain type of mood that you're getting out of this. And uh, that's something that uh, it can be interesting, like, as this franchise or as this sort of type of filmmaking evolves. Yeah. Um, I, I find I find it interesting. I, I, re- I really do. Um, but I think that again, it, it's it is a certain type of film for a certain type of person for sure. Oh, um, oh, oh it totally is. Um, I mean, when you're because you know we're following we're following terror around for most of the movie. Well, we think we're following terror around for the movie, right? And you know, then she she gets. First off, she should have just run out of that place. But then she decides she's going to fight sure. Art yeah. the Clown because she just saw her mm-hmm. friend Dawn get sawn in half. And she's not freaking out as much as she should be freaking out for seeing her friend just get sawn in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he takes a selfie with the dead body later, which I will say that was that was kind of amusing. Um, uh, yeah. Despite the and like, fact as it's a, absolutely horrific of what just happened. Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> But when he finally gets Tara, Tara fights back. And at mm, that moment where true. he's like, oh, she's fighting back. I don't think so. He pulls a little revolver out of his, uh, <laughs> like, from his leg and just shoots her. Or, like, right, right in the leg. She goes down. Just I'm thinking bam. to myself, what the hell? He uses a gun now? What is this bullshit? Right. Which is, which is odd because you're just like, oh, so, like, this killer has some sort of rules or a sort of, you know, killing style, you'd think. But it's just like, no, he'll kill you however he he cares to. Yeah, uh, if he's in a situation where he thinks it's not going in his, uh, not going in the way he wants it to. But here's the thing about that. Shoots her, shoots her again. Shoots her in the head and it goes through her cheek and she's still alive. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, I don't know how she's still alive, but okay. Maybe she'll get up and somehow be a survivor. This is crazy. How is this going to work? And so he goes off because he realizes he's out of bullets. He goes into his bag. He pulls out another magazine. He goes back. I'm expecting her to be gone. Nope, she's just still chilling there. And he shoots her in the head, like right Mm -hmm. in the center. But then... He just unloads the entire gun into her face. 
Yeah. <laughs> All of the bullets. Which later, when her sister finds her dead body with half of her face basically shot to oblivion, says, Wake up. Look at me. Look at me. Are you okay? No. No, she's dead. She was shot in the face like eight to ten times. She is Yeah, dead. absolutely not. Yeah. It, and <laughs> again, it's that weird. You're like, okay, like clearly the people making this movie are are supposed to know this uh and this is like some sort of like you know camp thing uh oh it is it's but to- again, it totally it's- is and that's what makes it that's what makes it great to me is that it's just so it's so cheesy and so campy but at the same time not in a way it's not like a troll 2 situation where it's like oh no, this is no. terrible but it's funny it's like this is great because it's you know taking the piss out of so many movies that came before it yet at the same time throwing in something that feels new and fresh exactly uh and and that's kind of where i kind of rest on this where uh it kind of has to just be uh what it is and i can't really expect Mm -hmm. much more from it uh because it's kind of unfair in in the end because it's like okay yeah you made this for a hundred thousand dollars you really can only do so much let alone achieve it and yeah. for what you try to do, like, I, 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 it works, you know, for the most part, like it's there. Yeah, I mean, I would, I um, would, yeah, I would say like the, I would say, yeah, it does because it all comes full. You know, it, it, to me, it works, you know, because you see mm-hmm. that girl in the beginning and you're like, how are they going to tie this together? Who the hell is this girl in the beginning? I thought it was going to be Tara. Right. But then mm-hmm. Victoria, who is also just not the smartest person in the world, um, gets, you know, she gets obliterated pretty bad. She gets stabbed a few times or something like that, I think. Mm. And um, yeah. then as she thinks that the cops are coming, she runs to this front door and Art is in a car and Art just runs her down through the, um, through this like part of the warehouse. Right. And then proceeds, because this is the part where I'm like, yeah, he's definitely not normal. He just starts eating her face. He just yeah. starts eating her face. <laughs> and then the cops it's, show uh, up, and he just pulls a gun out and shoots himself in the head and falls over dead with his eye looking all weird. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, this girl's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a, which it's Which odd... actually, you know... It, oh, it's such a good I think I thought it was great though because then you realize at the end they go through and they talk to Victoria's parents and everything and they're like the surgeries you know you're doing better now and you know are you ready mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. home and they're like yeah she's going on uh, this talk show later and it turned they turn her around and it's the girl from the beginning who ate that woman or who like tore exactly. that woman's yeah. face apart and I love that. I love that it all came full circle and it turned out this movie was mainly like a flashback and that Art, we know, has survived because he just comes back to life when there's this weird power surge that happens um, in <laughs> right. the morgue. And it, which is, again, a very interesting gimmick to end uh, for this type of character because, you know, we haven't seen that before. It's just... Again, like it, it's that weird balance between like me not knowing if this movie could have been more ambitious with what it did in the beginning and uh, like d- done a bit more. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a, it's an odd, it, it's an odd sort of pacing because if you if I were to see that in another movie, like 
I thought that would be very, very clever, and it is to a degree. Oh, dude! Uh, in this, I I have seen I've seen that in a lot of movies. That's like mm-hmm. the the everything goes weird for a second, and person comes back to life. That's actually been done. I'm not going to name all the movie. I'm not going to name the movies right, right now because mm-hmm. there's a few that it would it would definitely be heavy spoiler if I did. Uh, but there's quite a few right offhand that have done that. And one in particular that is a really, really good mockumentary type slasher film <laughs> that pulled that oh, okay. almost to a T type thing off where, you know, it's it's very like, oh, they're in the morgue and then it's like body starts coming back um, right. in a supernatural way, which I think works perfectly because in most slashers, the killer dies in the first one or in some part in the series like friday 13th he finally gets killed in four but comes back supernaturally in part six this is just a setup then for terrifier 2 where yes art can probably use his mime stuff now in a supernatural way like he might be able to trap people inside of a weird box and then crush them with a giant mallet who knows like you know Mm -hmm. in a mime box where it's like how do they not get out of this like you could almost put killer clowns over-the-top ridiculousness mixed oh, in for with sure. Terrifier and the gore and splatter stuff from Terrifier into this weird, fun, ridiculous um, splatter fest. And there's so many options. And Victoria is technically still alive. So, And she's now a killer. She's tearing people apart. So, like, mm-hmm. where could that go as well? Like, you've now created more of a world with it, which I think is really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, again, like, adjusting to the sort of grindhouse sentiment that this movie comes up with, uh, it's more tough to really connect with all of that because of the way, like, you know, the dialogue mm-hmm. is presented, the way that it's acted, and all those things. Uh, but again, it, it works on paper for a lot of those things. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, again, I, I respect it for what it's done uh, on paper yeah. and what uh what a lot of these types of movies have tried to achieve and failed. This could have gone a lot worse. You could do a lot worse uh, for oh, a yeah. movie like these. Uh, I'm still just very, very impressed with uh, the types of uh, kills and uh, technical prowess that it has. Uh, it's really, yeah. really something to see a lot of these uh, kills come to life because it's a, it's a really messed up situation. Uh, but I, again, I gotta give it props where it is, and uh, yeah. like uh, outside of a couple of the you know very 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 brutal kills, um, I'd say yeah. it's a recommend. It, it's just it's a very tepid one if you know what your you know temperament is, uh, which is tough. Yeah, which I still think one of the one of the most disturbing lines in this film came from the cat lady when she's saying. He thinks what he's doing is funny because he's laughing, but it's not. Like, it's this weird way that she says <laughs> That's it. That's such a, yeah. It's, and I'm like, was this translated from an Italian script or something? I, <laughs> no, no, it was just, it sounded like the way, it, because she's a crazy cat lady, and she's saying yeah, it yeah, yeah. exactly in a way a crazy cat lady would, but it's so mm-hmm. believable that someone would think that he's dressed like a clown, and he's smiling, and he's laughing, but he's killing people, but he thinks it's funny, but it's not funny. And it's yeah, just And we're like, so yeah, we weird. know that. <laughs> it's, it's really, really something to see. And uh, mm-hmm. again, like, worth a recommend to me. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I really think that it's, um, it's something that, like, a, a, 
a few people will definitely appreciate and some people might not. And I, I, I get both of them uh, because it's a, it's a yep. bit of an interesting thing to swallow. That being said, yeah. I would say that this is still a recommend for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I, I want to like go into it with people knowing what they're getting into. And, uh, you know, it's still good. I still like it. Um, so yeah, recommend for me. Yep, definitely a solid recommend for me. I think this is, if you're a horror fan, if you love practical effects, if you're okay with over-the-top extreme gore, this is the movie for you. You will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. If you are squeamish at all, do not watch this film. Not for you. If you don't like violence <laughs> do and not. gore and blood, do no. not watch this film. Yeah, if, if vi graphically violent kills that are so over-the-top and ridiculous you don't like yeah don't watch this film but if you love all that yeah. stuff watch this film <laughs> i mean that's a solid recommend for me and i think i think that'll do it for us for for terrifier uh yes so what what do we have in the pipe next week uh so we are going to be taking a look at uh the hell house llc trilogy which is currently on shutter the third one hell house llc3 lake of fire just came out uh, i have not seen that yet you haven't seen any of them yet. I've seen the first two. Uh, we are going to be doing a review of all three. Yes. Uh, so this is going to be the first uh, trilogy that we've done, like, binging in quite a while. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to that because it's, a, like, we're going to get a full encompassing story uh, for, uh, for yes. a majority of these weird stories that I, I really like. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Rob, why don't you tell us where we can be found on the Internet? Well, you can find us anywhere you download your podcasts. We are Oh the Horror, hosted by Rob Holmes and Steve Allman. You can find us at Oh the Horror Cast and OhTheHorrorCast.com. So any of the social media handle stuff is at Oh the Horror Cast. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. And uh, until next time, I'm Steve Allman. And I'm Rob Holmes. And we'll see you next time. Time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here.